today we're going to talk about your body. Let's close in prayer. <laughs> today we're going to talk about the challenge to husbands to love our wives in the same way we love our own bodies. And I work out my body, so ow, ow. I should work out your body. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's get into Leave that. Leave it to Nathan. Before we jump into today's episode, we just wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'd like you to like this episode and then subscribe to our podcast. If you're doing that on YouTube, also hit the bell notification so that you know when we post anything new and then share this with somebody that you feel like would be this would be beneficial for. That's right. If you would like to support our show further, uh, we would welcome that. You are welcome to do that at anchor.fm slash marriage by design to check out your options for supporting the program financially. Otherwise, guys, the links to our social media are always in the description of every video, so feel free to check those out there. And now, let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. I'm Andrea Warnock. I'm Nathan Warnock. And you've joined us for Marriage Monday on the Marriage by Design podcast, and this is a time where we get to talk to you about God's design for marriage, what God has to say about marriage in the Bible, and then how we live that out practically. Right. So a big part of starting here in season three, which is the season you're catching us on right now, which as a side note means there is season one and two available on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts or any of the podcasting locations. Uh, so I'd love to have you check those out. Um, but, uh, in season three, we've been, we've started going through just passages of the Bible that talk about marriage and really trying to put together the theology of marriage. Um, because as the channel might indicate, we believe that there was a design for marriage and there was a creator God who designed that institution of marriage and that it's our job as the creation as part of our worship of the creator to figure out what is his design for marriage and then align our viewpoint on marriage with his and uh, we're actually getting down to i mean here in the next couple of weeks there's going to be an episode coming out that just says god's design for marriage that's the title because we're coming up on the quintessential marriage verse really the verse that I think changed the way you and I think about marriage forever. And so we're looking forward to that. But we are a couple verses uh, up ahead of that right now in Ephesians 5. And the last couple of weeks we had been studying, there's really two charges that Paul gives to husbands in Ephesians 5, starting in uh, verse 25, and it's going to go all the way through verse uh, 31 into 32. Um, and today we're on uh, verse 28. So the first of those charges is found in 25 and it's called, and it says, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. So we're called to love our wives in the same fashion as, or analogous to the way that Christ loved the church. And we've really spent a couple of weeks, I think at least two, if not three weeks, really thinking about what does that mean for us as husbands? Well, now today we're going to move to the second of these charges. And verse 28 in its entirety says, In the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. So this 
starts out with in the same way, which is a connector, right? He's connecting, Paul's connecting back to an earlier thought. And the thought he's connecting back to is when he said, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her in verse 25. Now he's going to say in the same way, meaning just like I've called you to love your wives as Christ loved the church, I'm also calling you to love your wives as your own body. Now, this would have been something that certainly... Uh, the Ephesians would have understood um, because Ephesus was a uh, central um, military hub. So, and we, we mentioned this, I think, a few weeks ago when we talked about wives submitting to their husbands and, and the verse preceding that when it talks about essentially we all submit to Christ. Right. And that word submit is a military term. And it's one that the people in Ephesus would have understood because throughout Ephesus, they would have seen the Roman legionnaires and centurions going around in their armor. It's why we're, we, we see in Ephesians six that Paul likens uh, the armor of God to centurion armor because it was something they would have seen. Well, similarly, this idea of submission is a military term. It means you choose to put yourself under someone else's authority, even if they don't deserve it, right? You, you submit to the rank, you don't submit to the man mm -hmm. um, or woman. And you know, that's an encouragement wives for you in that, uh, if your husband is not someone worthy of your submission, the bad news is that does not let you off the hook. The good news it is, is it is a God honoring thing to submit to your husband because he's your husband, even though he doesn't deserve it. And we did do an episode about that a few weeks back. So I'd love to have you go back and look at that. And I'll try to link to that in this video. So now we're talking about husbands loving our wives as their own bodies. Well, as you would imagine in a military hub, there are men around all the time beating their bodies into submission as part of their military training. Sure. So, you know, this would have been something that men would have sort of understood about the reality of, you know, just what it is to be a man um, that we uh, care for our bodies. We care for them nourished. We nourish our bodies, right? We make sure that we have food. We make sure that we have drink. We discipline our bodies um, in, in a manner that uh, allows us to achieve the goal to which we're called. Uh, and, uh, we also enjoy our bodies as, as men, we, we use them for play. We use them for pleasure. We use them for entertainment. We, we, you know, it's all of these things that we use our bodies for. And Paul's wrapping all of those things into this idea of men, you ought to love your wives, even as you love your own bodies, because a man who loves his wife loves himself. Now, I think that's like a tack on idea. So I want to take the first part first, uh, and then we'll deal with that second part. But for the first part, the question for us as men is how do we love our wives in the same way we love our bodies? Mm -hmm. And I think there are some central ideas to this. Uh, you pursue a goal with regards to your body. There are very few... Uh, men of valor who you talk to them and you say, you know, what's your, what was really your thought process behind your body? And they go, I don't know. I sort of, whatever, 
I mean, I walked into oncoming traffic. I ate whatever crap I wanted to eat. I never thought about my weight and, you know, just whatever. And now look at me. My body's great, right? That's a surefire way for disaster. Similarly, if you do not have a plan with regards to your wife, that's a surefire way for disaster. Um, and, and before I get all the hate mail from women, I'm not talking about have a plan for like, you know, I got a plan. She's going to get a job and she's going to, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, do you have a plan for how you're going to pursue your relationship with your wife? Because you have a plan. It doesn't just happen naturally. That's exactly right. Right. Just like getting ripped like I am doesn't just happen naturally. It takes tons of pizza. So, um, but, uh, the, the point is it takes a plan to reach your goal. Um, and so here with regards to my relationship with Andrea, I have to have a plan. Um, and as with disciplining our bodies from a fitness standpoint, a big piece of that is typically getting, help from someone that knows, right? I mean, a personal trainer or a friend who's into fitness or whatever that helps you come up with this plan. Marriage works the same way. When we're coming up with a plan for how we're going to pursue oneness, pursue intimacy with our wives, there are those around us who are happy to help out with that and who are who have the knowledge to be able to do it, but we have to ask. Yeah, you know, it's it's just like with your with your body, if there's a problem, if it's a small problem, you can probably ignore it and hope it goes well away. Mm-hmm. But if that problem persists or it gets bigger and more there's more pain or whatever that is, are you going to just let it go and hope it goes away? Right. No, you're going to seek help. Right. And that help's not going to seek you out. That's right. There's not going to be doctors that come and say, hey, I see this oozing wound you have here on your leg. You should leg. look at that. We should really look into that and, and take care of that, you know? That's right. So just like with your own body, you pay attention to the signs that it's giving you. Hey, there's something wrong here, or I need to be taken care of better, or... Um, you know, I need this, I need food or I need water or whatever. You pay attention to those signs. Right. Just like men should be paying attention to those, to their wife in the same way. Right. Right. So a, a piece of this is have a plan. Another piece of this is with regards to the discipline side of this. Um, as men, we understand, and this is not some this is not men only, women understand this as well. But for us as men, we understand that if we want to accomplish a goal, we have to discipline ourselves to do that. Um, and in the area of marriage, the the thing that I really felt like I wanted to talk about on this episode is in the area of purity. So in your body, if you allow impurity to hang out there, right? If you smoke three packs a day every day for the rest of your life, you're probably going to get impurity that's going to get into your body and it's going to wreak havoc, right? In the form of cancer or, or, you know, chronic 
lung disease or whatever it is. Same with a lot of things, right? If you eat chips, well, that's all you eat all day. Um, those impurities are going to take a toll on your body. And you know what they're going to do to your body? They're going to kill it. All these impurities kill our bodies. And we know that, right? I mean, we, we know, like, hey, I need to be careful not to be eating a ton of carcinogens, right? That's like the, all the rage, right? What's, what is a cancer-causing thing? Stop eating those things, right? And so like- for us, we recognize... Sausage. Okay. And lunch meat. Which Nathan likes to eat a lot of. Right. So, uh, (laughs) right. So we have to be careful about those impurities getting in our body because they'll lead to death. In the same way, if we don't prioritize purity in our marriages, it will kill your wife. It will kill your marriage. And I don't necessarily mean kill her physically, but it will kill her emotionally. Um, and it will kill her sexually and kill her, uh, damage her spiritually, if not kill her spiritually. Um, the, the impurities that creep into our marriage must be guarded against. And more often than not, and overwhelmingly more often than not, those impurities are getting introduced into our marriage by men. Um, and, you know, I'm talking about the things you're looking at online. I'm talking about as the Bible teaches, having a covenant with your eyes, right? Meaning I have bound my eyes in a covenant to the Lord that I will not look at impure things militantly. That means when I'm driving down the street and that I see that girl jog by, look, you as, as some friends of mine have said, the first looks on God, because how are you supposed to know that girl was coming around the corner? The second looks on you. And that's where the covenant eyes piece comes in. Because there are temptations all, of, all about for those of us guys, typically, who struggle with the, the physical, seeing the physical. Um, and... And all of the traps that that can lead us into. And when we allow those impurities into our marriage, it operates just the way as if we let those impurities into our body. It will kill the trust, the intimacy, the um, safety and security of your marriage. Mm. Um, really the same way that like a, like finding a lump in your body destroys the security of your Health, health right yep. and and we all we, we can we've all been in a situation i'm sure where you can think about how scary that is whether it was you or a friend or a, a parent um don't let that into your marriage because it will turn your marriage upside down the addition you have additional thoughts on the purity nope. side of it from That's your good. standpoint then the last piece of it that i wanted to uh talk about is with regards to as guys we don't neglect the pleasure side of our bodies. And what I mean by that is using our bodies for pleasure. Um, And, you know, I I don't care what your thing is, right? Whether you have hobbies that are like lame, nerdy hobbies like board games like I do, or, you know, if you're one of those... uh, Academics? 
yeah, if your if your hobbies are reading self help self help books or, or or personal betterment books, or if your hobby is, you know, we've all met have we all met those guys that are like I don't have any hobbies. I, what I what I do is I just I just remodel parts of my house because that adds value to our house. Like 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 we're not all sitting here going. That's it's actually a that's a hobby. It's actually a really expensive hobby. It's a great hobby. Uh, right, but it's a hobby nonetheless. My point is we all have those things that uh, we like to do with our bodies as guys. Um, and yet so often I ask guys, well, what? tell me about what you and your wife love doing together. And it's like, hmm. uh, uh. did you see that Yellowstone show? Do you, you watch that movie? Right, I know, but but other than where you're both watching a screen together, what do you like doing? I mean, are we allowed to do things other than watch stuff on a screen? Like it's you know it's it's just it's 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 been neglected um, hugely in marriages, uh, and man, guys, we got to lead in that because we lead in. Hey, babe, I need a night to get out with the guys. And I'm not knocking that. Like that's I have a night where guys come over to my house and hang out. So I'm not I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm saying is we do those things that we know physically that we need. Um and yet so often we don't do a good job of sacrificing ourselves to sort out what can what what is my wife and I's using our bodies for pleasure thing going to mean. And I'm not talking about yeah, that. Right. Um, you know, I'm talking about what, what things are, you know, where you and her would both go. Yeah. This is, this is when our marriage is fun. Yeah. Like this it's is exciting. when our marriage yeah. is, is pleasurable. Uh, and that probably makes it sound like <laughs> the right. majority of your marriage isn't. And that's not what I mean. Um, or but it makes the, it the grind of life is real. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe sometime we ought to, on on do a mini series and take a spin through that fun loving you book because it, it this topic reminds me of that mm-hmm. but the point is um you know we as guys need to be we need to get real about pursuing our wives in pleasure um and and pursuing our enjoying wives something in, together in enjoyment yeah right yeah because that's maybe the better, the better word yeah. yeah yeah that's right in enjoyment um and this is this is something i mean look the struggle's real with five kids Right, and it doesn't take five oh kids yes. to make it difficult. So, but babe, what are some? I'm putting you on the spot. I know. I'm sorry, but what are some things that you and I have that adds pleasure to our enjoyment. marriage? Yeah, enjoyment to our marriage. Well, we really enjoy cleaning up the kitchen after a long day. <laughs> Right, lying is actually I'm one just of kidding. our. I feel like our. Pastimes. I feel like most of our lives is just Groundhog's Day. No. Like where we, most days are we put our kids to bed and then we have two hours of stuff that we have to organize and clean up and it is. we go to bed that's right. and that's our life. So no, that that's right. But but I think that's partly what I want to point out, and I'll surprise you with something that I thought of uh, the other day. <laughs> okay, the word seriously. Oh yes. So. This is a way that I feel like you and I get enjoyment out of our lives. We have a lot 
of inside jokes. And when I say inside jokes, I mean the joke is me and Andrea. That's it. It's not like inside with our group of friends or inside from that when we were in college. I mean, it's like things we came across. That example, now it's not going to be inside anymore because you're being all being brought inside. It was a guy we had over that was trying to sell us like frozen meat years ago. Was it seriously? And, and he kept saying... I don't think that was the word. I'm pretty sure it was. But anyway, uh, he kept saying something that sounded like he had marbles in his mouth. Right, right. And and yeah. And it was funny. We laughed and, and we used the word for a long, long time. Um, and that's just kind of been an inside joke for us. Now, is that like a big trip to the Bahamas? No. But does it break up the reality of... Right. That we have five kids that we're raising... And trying to not have die and be productive members of society okay. and 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 use their lives for God's work. Um, and so that's a grind <laughs> to do that. It's yeah. a grind of discipline. Yeah. It's a grind Such of just grind. feeding, cleaning up the kitchen. About the time you get the kitchen cleaned up, it's time to start feeding again. Um, that's just kind of the grind. And so those little things, those little laughs and chuckles break up that grind and add enjoyment yeah. to our to our marriage um, you were so gonna say you're putting me on the spot for what what are the what things oh. like that there are i mean we try and you know do fun things together and find hobbies that we'll we sometimes break out and dance together yes we, we will do we that. enjoy dancing together yeah yeah that's true and, and we'll do we'll go out together from time to time like out formally you know, we've got a child that's getting old enough now to be able to stay home with the kids, which is hugely helpful for yep. that. Um, yep. So, yeah, uh, but but it's it takes intentionality to do that. We right? like to plan vacations together that we'll never go on. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so those were kind of my three things. Purity, maintaining purity in your marriage as you would maintain purity in your body. Disciplining your body as far as we pursue health in our body and that takes having a plan and intentionality. Are we doing that with regards to our marriage and our relationship with our wife? Um, and then uh, pleasure. Like are we pursuing enjoyment, enjoyment. Mm-hmm. in our marriage? Um, if we can do those three things, I think we can honestly say as men, if we're leading in those things, that we're loving our wives the same way as we love our own bodies. And the Holy Spirit may have additional applications of that for, for each individual guy. So I encourage you to read through this and, and pray through it yourself. The second, Oh, go ahead. But I, cut I, you off. I was just going to say these, this verse really speaks into the two become one flesh, right? You know, this is such a great verse that maybe explains that a little bit better. Right. About the, about, you have two individuals, but when you when you're married, you become one flesh, right? And and that's really the second portion of it. Just says it because the, the the second sentence in verse twenty eight says, "He who loves his wife, loves himself." And there's a spiritual reality to that in that we have both become one flesh. So there's a practical reality for us to train our minds in in that when your wife gets a promotion at work. That shouldn't be a source of jealousy. That should be a source of pride because you got a you got a, a promotion at work. And you didn't even have to do the work as the husband. You just took the phone call where she told you she got the promotion at work. 
Yeah. Um, now, where this breaks down is your wife is the one that has the baby, not you two. <laughs> right, but kidding. I, I, I really kidding. try to breathe it out when you're having a baby. I'm kidding. Yes. But yes. Yeah, your, your accomplishments. On the front end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your accomplishments are both of your accomplishments. Your failures are both your failures. That's right. And it's because you're your one flash right when you are pouring into your spouse for your spouse to have a good marriage whose marriage is that affecting your own that's right you know so it's affecting you just the same right right and, and the other just practical reality of that is um if mama ain't happy ain't nobody happy um and so you know, if we love our wives and make them as big a priority as we make our own bodies, you help yourself by just having a woman who feels affirmed, who feels secure, who feels loved. Um, and you'll reap benefits from that too with regards to having a marriage that that she feels loved and appreciated and wants to be in. Right. All right. Well, that is... Ephesians, Ephesus, Ephesians chapter five. I didn't know where you're going with the F. <laughs> yeah, Ephesians uh, twenty-eight. Okay, Ephesians five, <laughs> chapter five, verse twenty-eight, uh, and uh, and that's kind of our thoughts on that. So love to have you share your thoughts with us in the comments below. Uh, if you would like, you can shoot us an email at marriagebydesignpodcast at gmail dot com, uh, or hit us up on Facebook or. Twitter. We are on all those places or Instagram. So feel free to find us, follow us. Uh, let us know what you thought about this episode. We would love to hear from you until next time. Remember God is for your marriage. Have a great week.